Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Women Entrepreneurs Show. I am your hostess, Julie Brain Lady Anderson. I am very excited to be with you today. We have another wonderful guest lined up. And this one's kind of fun for me. Uh, well, they're all fun for me. But this is this is interesting because it's we're talking about podcasts and how to make podcasts appearances profitable. And one of the things that I, when I'm coaching my clients is, you know what? Podcasts are a great exposure for your business, whether you are hosting the podcast or you are a guest on the podcast. So this is going to be a wonderful topic, very, very beneficial information today for you as a female entrepreneur. And we're going to, we're going to bring on our, our guest in just a moment, but I, I want to always remind everybody, just my little homeworking or my little housekeeping, whether um, is stay on till the end of the program. That's when you hear all the juicy stuff. <clears throat> how to get in touch with our guest, how to get in touch with us at Women Entrepreneurs, and how you can become more involved with our group of women entrepreneurs. So hang with us. With that, let's everybody just take a nice deep breath, roll your shoulders back, and get ready to take in some valuable information. I'm going to tell you a little bit about our guest today. Our guest, our guest and I hope I do not murder this last name, our guest is Kristen Molinar. And she is, her company is Yes V, Yes Boss VA, and she is a professional at podcast, inter, or at being on podcast and how that all works. She is a little bit about her. She's an entrepreneur enthusiast who lives by the mantra, work less and make more. Oh, I like that. She enjoys helping entrepreneurs ditch the vanity metrics for true connections. She's a CEO of YesBox, a, di- yes <laughs> a digital agency that helps service-based businesses owners book podcast features so they can generate new leads in just one hour per week. Did you hear that? In just one hour per week, ways to generate more, le- more leads. Uh, she is the founder of the podcast booking agency, YesBoss VA. At YesBoss, she and her team have helped service-based business owners book podcast features when, so that they can generate this more, this more leads. When Kristen isn't growing businesses, she can be found advocating for foster care and adoption. Oh, that is awesome. My mother, my mother and sisters were heavy into that at one point in time when their health was better. At any rate, welcome to the show, uh, Kristen. Kristen, did I murder your last name? You got it perfect. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Julie. <laughs> Absolutely. We have some, this is such a great topic because I am a huge podcast advocate. I really feel uh, that it is a wonderful way for entrepreneurs to get more exposure for their business, whether they are running a a podcast or being a guest on a podcast, and it helps them to, to brand themselves as an expert in their field. So let's talk about it from your point of view. First, tell me what kind of led you to starting this business? Yeah, so 
Um, I actually started this business after growing my virtual assistant agency to a point where it ran without me. And, um, you know, my story actually starts way back before that when um, I first became an entrepreneur and for the first 14 months experienced what I would call entrepreneurial failure. So, you know, I was trying to sell coaching and consulting in an industry that I had a, you know, corporate background and I've just really struggled. Um, and after 14 months, I wanted to do just anything where I still have location freedom, but I could, um, I actually needed to make some money because this was not working out for me. So um, I, I became a virtual assistant and um, quickly realized how to grow a business. Um, the, I, you know, I started out as a $15 virtual assistant and turned it into a six-figure agency and thought, oh my gosh, I was making this whole entrepreneurship thing so much more complicated when um, I was trying to offer like coaching and consulting, like I learned so much that I'm now applying into my agency. It's really fantastic. So I got to a point in, I guess it was mid 2019, no, mid 2000, late 2018. And I started talking to my team about how I wanted to start going on podcasts myself. You know, I thought it would be a good opportunity for me to just talk to other entrepreneurial women about how I had built my agency and just kind of offer some hope for people that were really stressed out about their business, offering a way to, you know, just just build a business that was easier and more in alignment with what they wanted. And for me, that was specifically freedom. So um, after talking about wanting to be on podcasts for a full six months, um, my team noticed that I had not pitched myself to a single podcast because, quite frankly, I was really getting in my head about it. Um, I was dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome around it, thinking, you know, I built my business and I've had some success, but I did it with a really awful website and I had no social media presence. Like, those were not part of what I was doing to get my name out there. And so I figured if podcasters, you know, looked me up, they'd be like, who's this girl? Like, I know nothing about her. Why would I ever have her on my podcast? But I knew that I had a message to share. And so I still talked about it. So anyways, my team then jumped in and said, hey, Kristen, you know, how about we start pitching you for a podcast? Because you're obviously not doing it yourself, right? So I gave, you know, I, I, I uh, gave it over to my team and my team started pitching me and I started it was very successful. Like they started getting me on all kinds of shows because they didn't have those mindset blocks. Right. And what then illuminated though, was that being a podcast guest myself actually became the single greatest lead generation um, tactic that I had ever had in my business. So I didn't expect that. Right. I expected to just, you know, honestly, my heart was more like philanthropic than like marketing minded when I went into this. And I realized that, you know, I had been looking for a niche in my agency again because I wanted to get really specific, productize our services as an agency. And I realized when I looked at my analytics, like, wow, this is what we need to be doing for our clients. Like, this is producing better results than any other thing that we're doing for our clients. Let's narrow our focus and start doing this. And what we realized when we started booking our clients as podcast guests is that, they were experiencing the same kind of success that I was. And so that is all we do now. We live and breathe this podcast world. And I honestly, I have to just pinch myself when I'm on, you know, calls like this, like, this is my work. Wow. I just get to like show up, talk to other amazing, um, amazing entrepreneurs and get the word out about what we do. It's pretty fantastic.
That's an awesome story. You know, it's interesting how our businesses, uh, you know, kind of morph or change at, based on needs or based on what is a where where you kind of find your comfort spot. Now, right. the reason, yeah. So it's 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 a great story on how it got you here, and I think it kind of can open up the minds of other entrepreneurs to always keep always be open-minded about the opportunities that are coming in front of you. Sometimes your path that you think you need to be on isn't where you wind up going. It doesn't turn out to be the most profitable. Now, you say that you discovered the simplest sales funnel in the world, one that requires itself, that one that sells itself and requires no fancy tech. Okay. Okay. We all want to know what that is. What is the simple, simplest sales funnel in the world? Oh, gosh. So going into being a podcast guest, you know, and I hear this reservation from a lot of people. So going into being a podcast guest, after I had started doing a couple guest things, in my mind, I thought, oh, my gosh, I have no back end funnel. You know, everybody keeps asking me, you know, where can our audience go to, you know, learn more about you? And typically, that's like a freebie offer, like an opt in offer to get somebody on your website. And we all know about all of the email funnels that, that we're being taught by marketers. You know, you've got to convince people to know, like, and trust you, and you've got to do all these automated sequences. You have to do these upsells and downsells and, like, sideways sells, you know, all of this, like, wild stuff. And, and I've done all that, but it's all always been very frustrating for me trying to figure out sitting behind the scenes, like, what do my people want from me? You know, how do I engage with them in a way that's meaningful? How do I give them what they want? Like, I'm just sitting here behind a computer screen in my mind, like I'm just kind of guessing. But what has illuminated for me is that when you are a podcast guest, if you show up strategically, so when I say strategically, that means two things. One, you know what you do and you are air you are able to articulate that and you're a totally open book about it. You know, you're willing to show up on a podcast episode and completely share with somebody else how to do what you do. Like for me, if I could teach somebody else on a podcast episode exactly how to be a successful podcast guest, that for me is a slam dunk because the reality is people that are my ideal client, they want to hear from me that I know what I'm talking about, but they don't want a DIY. Like they would rather just hire somebody like me to get it done for them. So that's going to attract amazing people to my business. And so what's been illuminated is that the sales, the, the, the aspects that are involved in the sales process, like teaching, showing people that you care, showing people that you know what you're talking about, um, creating that no like trust factor on a really good podcast episode, all of those things are happening within that hour. And what I have found is that routinely people end up reaching out to me and our clients after a podcast feature, and they're ready to work with you. They have been nurtured in all of those ways by just listening to that episode. And there's also another aspect to this that you can really only get from guesting in somebody else's space. And that is that you're being invited by somebody that this audience already knows, likes, and trusts. They're inviting you into yours. And that, like that same know, like, and trust factor kind of waterfalls onto you as a guest that's been invited into that sphere. So I have found that, well, occasionally people do sign up for my email list and, you know, we do have those things in place. 
the best clients, the most ideal clients that have come to me have been people that have heard an episode or even just seen that I was on an episode and they saw the topic and they reached out to me directly and they wanted to be clients. So this is something that I like to tell people because if you're feeling like you want to be a guest, you know, you have a message that you want to share, but you're worried about not having that back end stuff in place, I would say don't worry about it. You've just got to get yourself out there, get visible, and I think you'd be really surprised at the results that come from that. I love that. We get inside our heads and give ourselves all these excuses as to why not to jump. <laughs> And just getting out there and doing it, uh, I, I love it. And I, one of the things I really love about being a podcast guest as well is, one, again, one of the techniques that we teach is, is public speaking. And so many people yeah. have that fear of the stage. And yet the podcast is so much easier. You're not in front of a big audience that you can see, you're, but you're still getting your message out to a, to a big audience. So I, I really I love that philosophy, that, that business strategy. Now, what mistakes do you see entrepreneurs making when it comes to being a podcast? Oh, podcast gosh. Well, you nailed the very not. first one, <laughs> being a podcast. <laughs> being a podcast. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, you nailed the first one. You know, overthinking things is definitely the first one. Um, I coach people through this all the time. I'm not a business coach per se, but, you know, when we have clients come to us, they're talking about some of the reservations. And I think one of the, the best things to say to somebody that has fears around this, and I, I hope that this is going to break through that barrier for somebody, and that is if you don't know it off the top of your head, then you probably shouldn't be talking about it anyways. You know, when we, when we pitch our clients to podcasts, they, we deliver talking points. So, we're really delivering an episode to all of our podcast hosts. We're delivering it to them on a silver platter because these questions are going to guide a conversation. They're going to create a conversation that really highlights your areas of expertise. And if ever the conversation goes in a way where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm out of my zone. Like, I don't know what we're talking about. These are conversations and you should probably say just that. Like, this is not a pretend like you know what you're talking about. This is not acting. This is show up and serve in the ways that you naturally serve. So I hope that that kind of breaks down some barriers for people there because that's a huge one that really holds people back. You know, I, I really love that because being on the other end of the mic, one of the things that we want is as the podcast host wants to have all of those things that you are an expert in lined out in question form. It makes it so much easier on our side to do the interview if we know what your expertise is. And I know that there are some podcast guests, and sometimes I throw, them, I throw a curveball here and there, but it's always within that range based on the questions that, I, right. that they've submitted to me. So it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful point is that it is you are giving us, as a guest, you are giving us as the podcast host the platform that you want to speak on so you're already the expert there you're you're just telling us what to ask you <laughs> now yeah, what, yeah exactly yeah so it's it's great now what's the method behind working less and making more <laughs> so there's a there's a few things for me um and I am big on simplicity it's so ironic to me that my company is called yes boss um, because I say no to more things than I say yes to. <laughs> um, you know, 
there's a few things that um, are really important. And I, in the past, I've spoken on like a three-step uh, three-step process for working less, making more. And I feel like it's worth just giving you like the Cliff Notes version of this. It is so relevant. You know, the first step is getting rid of everything that's not making a difference. I, I think that so many entrepreneurs are focused on things that they think they should be doing because everybody else is doing them, but I'm a testament to the fact that you don't have to. Like, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I got my first six figures by being on zero social media and having a really awful website. You know, my focus has been on connections. So when you're thinking about simplifying your business, it's important to look at two different aspects of your business. One, how are you marketing your business? And two, how are you monetizing your business? So looking at all the ways that you're getting yourself out there, you've got to make sure that you're listening to what your heart is telling you. And sometimes that means going back to what you wanted for your business before you even had a business. Like what were the things that really set your heart on fire and building out your marketing around that. So for me and for other, you know, extroverted talkers, <laughs> I would say like, <laughs> I have proven that you can get your message out there by simply showing up and having really good conversations with people. You know, when I was doing this before podcasting, like I was doing this by doing in-person networking, going to event, events in person, like actually having those face-to-face -face interactions, the same thing applies there. And the secret, and I guess this is something I didn't touch on, you know, when it, we we're talking about being a profitable podcast guest, and that is when you're getting out there, whether it's podcast guesting or, you know, meeting people in person, you've got to be relationship focused in order to be successful with this marketing strategy. So this is all about like me showing up and providing a good episode for you, Julie, getting to know you, you know, you actually are more important to me than the audience is right now because you're the one that I'm talking to. And I think that so often we kind of skip over the person, like, oh, I'm skipping over the influencer and I just want to talk to their audience. But the reality is the, a business that feels good and that has ripple effects well into the future is built on really good networking connections. And that has to do with you and I. That doesn't have to do with your audience. So – I kind of got off on that tangent a little bit. So going back to like that first step, you know, the next step is looking at your monetization. Like how are you monetizing your business? You know, what, what feels good to your heart? And then looking at what the data says. So if the data says that the thing that you're doing is not bringing, you know, producing results or making any money, you've got to cut it because you've got to spend your time on doing the things that are actually making a difference. And so for me, I mean, this was, Seriously, we had a virtual assistant agency. We were doing tons of things for our clients. You know, we were doing everything under the sun, and I stripped it down. I've built a business literally just booking people on podcasts. Like, it doesn't get any, in my mind, it doesn't get any simpler in an offering than that. And the second, the second phase is automate and delegate. So doing those things, two things together, because if automation is not your zone of genius, you've got to delegate it. <laughs> your businesses need automation. You, you've got to think about your business as something outside of just you, that, you know, that company that exists, it has its own identity. You want to create as many systems and processes for it to go without you. Um, I hear a lot of people talking about how their business is their baby, and what I what is so ironic about that that I think people miss is, 
you know, we raise our babies to be independent, but there's so many entrepreneurs that are not raising their businesses to be independent. And I think that we're missing the mark there. Oh, if I were sitting in front of you right now, I would give you this gigantic high five. Because (laughs) one of the things I cannot, because now as the brain lady, so I wear two big hats, you know, women entrepreneurs, but then my, my other podcast show is Brain Lady Speaks. And as the brain lady, I'm always telling people, stay in your lane. You have a natural brain strength. You do what comes easiest to your brain and you outsource absolutely everything else. Delegate it, hire somebody, get a subcontractor. It doesn't matter what it is, but you need to do that. Your business will only grow as big as you personally are if you are not giving it, giving off things to somebody else. So I absolutely applaud you for including that in what you tell your, your clients. Now, you Pat, say, I'm a testament to that because I wouldn't even have the business I did if I hadn't delegated like my being a podcast guest. And now my whole business is around podcast guesting because I was in my head about it. So it's also like, you know, where are the things that you're getting stuck? How can you outsource those too? Like there's all kinds of hacks for this. So many benefits of, of, of bringing in people to help you. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rome was not built by one person, people. Seriously. <laughs> team and everybody is going to thrive and they're all going to feel included and, and, you know, engaged if, if you're building your business. Right. So I love that. Now you right. say in your bio, it says that you were able to build your business to six figures by working only five hours per week. Now I am a hundred percent sure that we all, my listeners and myself, we all want to know how did you do that? Or where are those five hours that you spend that gives you that monetization? Yeah. So that really goes into like the third step, which I hadn't gotten to. That's the, it answers it exactly. And that is that I monetize my team. So, you know, the very first things I started outsourcing when I was a $15 an hour virtual assistant, I started outsourcing that work that I was getting. So I found somebody at $15 an hour that could do the work for minimum wage for me. So like in the Midwest, I found a college student that could do the work for seven or $8 an hour. I realized in that moment, I would rather make just seven or $8 per hour doing nothing than make $15 an hour doing all the work. And I think that that's something, you know, people tend to say that, you know, I'll start delegating when I get to this like financial position. But what I think is being missed is that you can get to that financial position a whole lot faster if you start investing in your business and bringing other people in to make that work happen. So it's really important to me to, regardless of what you're doing, so, you know, maybe you don't have like an agency model and you can't completely outsource, you know, all of your fulfillment to your team like I can. You know, I don't do the podcast booking. You know, I sell something that my team 100% executes on. I'm not doing that execution. But there are opportunities, even when you are selling some service that you are showing up and doing, like coaching or consulting. So what are those ways that you can add additional services to what you do? Maybe like lower level services if you're a coach or consultant, like, you know, some done for you aspects or done with you aspects of your business that you can bring somebody from the outside in to actually start making a return on all of the hours that they're working. Um, So that's been really the secret to my growing. And I have to admit, you know, I did get that 
that original business, I did get it rolling to that five hours per week. But then what happened is I started doing podcast guesting. And then as I started doing podcast guesting, like I try to do two or three times a week. So that then adds hours onto my schedule because that's not included in that original. So I work more now, but it feels so in alignment with what I do. Like I was just talking to my business coach about this and and the stuff that I'm doing is, you know, I do some, I do sales calls. I talk to um, podcasters for interviews and I do a lot of networking. And so everything that I do is so in alignment with how I show up naturally that I love it. And the reality also is that I've built these systems and I've built this team that if I want to take a break from my business, I can. Like my business is not going to fall without me. It doesn't need me, but I, I like to come in and provide value. It's like value add rather than, you know, being the crutch that's keeping it up. I, I love that philosophy. And I think uh, there's so many, so many different directions that we could go on to continue uh, on bringing, and, and maybe we'll have to have you back as a, as a, in the future to to explore that <laughs> all of that world as well but we are getting close to the to the um end of the show so i wanted to make sure that everybody knows how they can find out more how they can get more information about creating these leads getting these leads and being a podcast guest and one of the things that we didn't get to is you you had kind of mentioned it. Well, you did mention it, actually, that you weren't on social media. You didn't have a huge social media presence. So how can you do this even if you don't have that? What what do you have that, that we're going to link on our show page that our listeners can take advantage of? Yeah, I love that. You've already said it. You can't find me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm not hanging out there. <laughs> I do personally now hang out on LinkedIn. I found that that is a, a place where I enjoy, you know, producing some content for people to hear about how to be a profitable podcast guest. I enjoy engaging with people there. So the great thing about my name, and I can thank my husband for this, is that when you search Kristen Molinar, I am the only one. So you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm hanging out there. And then you could also check our check out our website. Um, it's yesbossva.com. And then on our homepage, like right at the top, I have a 10-minute masterclass. Like I really just tried to pour it all into as short an amount of time as possible. But it, the masterclass is double your client leads by being featured as a podcast guest. And my little subtitle is even if you don't have a large social media following or your own podcast. So I, I really go out of my way to make sure that people understand that just like me, you don't have to do all the things in order to have a really um, profitable experience going down the podcast guest route. Love it. Love it. Very, just wonderful. I, I like the fact that it's just short too, because, you know, it, <laughs> it's going to be worth your time. Go out, get it, take it, um, listen to it, and then get in contact with uh, – with Kristen to, you know, find out more about what, what services she offers. You know, you have been a wonderful guest. I want to ask one more question before we completely close up. And that is if you had one piece of advice for struggling entrepreneurs out there, other than being on a podcast, what would be that piece of advice? I would say get out there. You know, if it's not, it doesn't have to be being a podcast guest. You know, that's, that's the way that I've discovered. But 
there's just something about getting out there and meeting other entrepreneurs and don't limit who you feel like you can reach out to. You know, if you're an entrepreneur, struggling entrepreneur, chances are you're in a Facebook group or you're following somebody on Instagram that you're like, gosh, I just really admire what they're doing. Don't stop doing it alone. Stop thinking that you, you don't have what it takes to be a valuable connection for that person that you admire. You know, one of the things that I love about just networking in general is that you don't have to feel alone. And when we all come together as a community, we can accomplish so much more and we can just feel more joy when you're doing it. So if you're struggling, don't do it alone. You know, be, find somebody who you can be honest with that you can go to to lean on for some advice. And um, I, I think that that's going to just brighten your day and be the first step towards leading you to a more profitable entrepreneur journey. Great advice. Great advice. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show today. I greatly appreciate it. You are a wealth of information and I, I, I I'm thinking we got to have more conversation in the future. So I, we just might be. Agreed. Reaching back out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I agree. Well, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It was my pleasure. Well, for those of you listening, again, you can get all of the ways that you can get in touch with Kristen are on the show page, How to Make Your Podcast Appearance Profitable on the womenentrepreneursnetwork.com. You can check that out for today's show. And if you want to continue to get in contact or you want to find out how you can engage more with women entrepreneurs, then reach out to us. You can send us an email at info at womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. I know it's a mouthful. It is all plural, women entrepreneurs with a S, extraordinaire.com. And see how see what different avenues there are for you to get involved. You can be a guest on the podcast. You can become a member on our women entrepreneurs extraordinaire.com website, which is going to give you extra exposure. We are introducing a book page, an author page. So we're going to give extra exposure to authors and be able to link to to, you know, give more sales for your books. I mean, we're just lots of different ways that you can engage with us. So send us an email, check out our website. You can also like our page on Facebook, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire, or you can join our group and or follow us on Instagram. Again, all of those links are there on the show page. So thank you for spending this time with us today. Thank you for listening to our wonderful guest. Thank you to Kristen for being here. And as I like to wrap up every show, I want everyone to take a deep breath and simply enjoy every moment.